You're listening to The Electric Chair, a show produced by 88.1 WKNC and hosted by The Saw. The following introduces metal artists and their work, and for more, you can follow WKNC on Tumblr and SoundCloud. Welcome to The Saw's Butcher Shop. I am your host, your master butcher, The Saw, and welcome to The Saw's Electric Chair, where I put my guests in the hot seat. Today, I am here with a very special guest that I'm very excited that's here today. I've been looking forward to having him in. Mr. Jeffrey from Inferma, how are you? Hello, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today, Erica? I am doing great. Thank you so much for coming in today. Absolutely. I've been really excited about coming in. Yes. So the first thing I want to ask is how did you get into metal? Um, so I think that the first band that I that I really ever heard that like had any screaming in it um, was probably Under Oath. Mm. Um you know, like Chevelle and stuff like that, but like that's, it's not really like heavy, you know, like it's like Under Oath was really definitely that, that turning point for me. And it just kind of like helped me figure out, oh, there's like a whole genre of oh, this, yeah. of that that's just like huge. And, you know, I was probably, yeah, 13 or 14, something like that when I, when I first started listening to that. And uh, I've always loved, uh, drums and I started playing drums when I was uh, like 13, 14, somewhere around there. Oh, well, and, how uh, did you learn? Did you just like watch people or? Um, so I I learned I've learned every instrument uh, by myself and by ear. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I, I could never. I'm like <laughs> I'm tone deaf, so it would be a struggle. <laughs> yeah, I um I I can't read notes. I've, I've never been able to read music. Um, I've always wanted to take like a music theory course or something like that, but. You know, um, yeah, doing it by ear is, is definitely the way that I've, I've learned and it's the best way for me. Um, but yeah, uh, learning how to play drums and stuff like that, you know, I, I went into it knowing that I wanted to use like double kick and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, I played for probably like two or three months total with like a single pedal and then like moved on to the double and was like focused on my footwork more than anything. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I want to be a metal drummer and like, yeah, that's where my yeah, head's yeah. at. And my, uh, one of my brothers was a big, like he played drums and the other one played a guitar. So it was always like a rock band yeah, at my house. Yeah. And I remember he started off with like a single and then he got to like a double bass and like he started using both of his feet and I would just watch him going, how? Yeah. <laughs> Because drums are personally one of my favorites just because of everything that, that goes doing. into it's like it. Yeah. They're making sure that the rhythm's right. They're making sure everything's on beat. And I can't even like pat my head and like rub my stomach yeah. or however you do it. I can't even do that. But I give creds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, it's definitely really weird to have to like separate your extremities too. Mm. You know, like mm -hmm. having to keep tempo with one hand and then like doing entirely different patterns with your feet and your, yeah. your, your left hand, you know. Um, depending on, you know, if you're right-handed or left-handed. But, yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely a weird thing. And then, like, going from, <laughs> like, going from drums to guitar, it was really, really weird because, like, I don't know, it's it's kind of cool because now I have, like, a lot of percussive, like, mm -hmm. aspects to, to my guitar playing and like I can't play electric or anything like that it's just acoustic and, mm. and you know I have an acoustic project that I do as well and um yeah going from that to to guitar is is definitely a been a very weird transition and um 
But, you know, learning by ear, it's funny because, like, I learned how to read tabs with guitar. And, like, oh, wow. you know, it's it's pretty easy. It's it's all just, like, you know, numbers of, like, where your fingers go on the frets and, like, on the mm-hmm. fretboard and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, like, you have to figure out timing and stuff on your own. But, like, it yeah. at least gives you, you know, the structure of the chord. Um, so did you just play and learn how to figure it out? Or did you, like, listen to, like, bands or, like, artists play and then be like, okay, can I replicate that? Right. So, like, it was – at first it was – strictly just like i'm gonna go off this tab and like i'm not gonna do anything else and then i started realizing that these tabs were like not exactly like they they weren't exactly right all the time and they always had like weird like i don't know like instead of playing like that chord like they're gonna play something like extremely close but because it's not in the exact tuning of this like you know, band or song or whatever, like it's just not going to be the same note. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, then I might as well just go back to square one and start learning by ear now mm-hmm. that I know like how structure, like how chord structure stru- structures are and, you know, how, uh, how like th- there's just a lot of the same like technique throughout the fretboard when you're, when you're doing stuff like that. So like you start to get an idea of what you're doing and, um, yeah, and you then you can just pick it up by ear and like listen to the song and really like play along with it and huh. and eventually just get it. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get into like being a vocalist? Um, we talked briefly yeah. about this, and I was intrigued. I love. <laughs> so uh, I remember I was I used to love uh, the TV station Fuse mm. because it had like music videos and like basically just all the time at the time, and now it's like you know, MTV or something like that, where yeah. it's just, like, all just not even really music anymore. Um, but I don't even know if Fuse is still a thing. But um, I, I remember watching uh, My Chemical Romance's uh, I'm Not Okay. Um, and that music video, the way that Gerard Way, his stage performance and, and the way that he can express emotion through his voice it it literally i mean i i just watched it and went that's that's what i want to do i want to do mm-hmm. that and like you know ultimately that's what i always wanted to do even playing drums you know for as long as i did like in bands you know i <laughs> i always wanted to to be a vocalist that was i just never had the ability to do it i was not a good singer at first mm. you know like <laughs> You know, growing up, I I was not, I just wasn't good. How <laughs> and, did you, uh, like, become good? Because I am terrible. Uh, trial and error. <laughs> a lot, okay. a lot of trial and error. Practice, just practice, practice, practice and practice and practice and practice. And eventually, things start clicking. Um, recording yourself is probably the best way you can do it. Because you can hear yourself. Mm-hmm. And you start to... Like a lot of people when they get when they get like videotaped or recorded or something like that, they'll listen back to their voices and they're like, whoa, that's how I sound like mm-hmm. I don't sound like that in my head, you know, yeah. and like that's because you're not like you, you've never really heard it. Like yeah. you've never had the time to like really listen to it. So when when you're recording and like you can start you eventually that that just ends up merging mm-hmm. like I've had so much like you know, vocal recordings and like I can hear myself so much that it gets to a point where like now that's just what I hear. Yeah. You know, I just hear what what everybody else hears. Yeah. And, like that's that makes sense. 
you know, you have to, you have to figure that out and, uh, it'll, it just like kind of clicks. I don't know. Like yeah. it just kind of happened. I think, but I just think you have a thing for music in like in a hands on type of way, because I really love music, but I, I can't play an instrument. I can't, I can't do anything, but <laughs> I have an ear for it. I really, I love all types. And so I think I really like talk to people who can like play it and like, just how their ideas incorporate it. Because I know with songs, I really like when songs have meanings. Yeah, And everything. Sure. So what are some songs that either like you've written or some of your favorite songs that like really have like a deep meaning to you? <laughs> um, pretty much anything off of the last two Architects records for sure. I knew you were um, going to say Architects. Yeah, yep. That's uh, anything from All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us. Uh, for sure, Gone With The Wind. That song connects with me on a on a spiritual level, you know. Um, the uh, man, there's just so there's so many good songs that that like have like extremely great meaning. Uh, Brent Walsh has a plethora of of incredibly detailed and and amazing songs that yeah. that he's done, and he's the singer of I the Mighty, mm-hmm. but his mm-hmm. solo stuff is unbelievable oh yeah and um you know i <laughs> man it's like there's just so many that i'm like blanking almost that, that like you know songs that have meaning are, are what oh, yeah. are what i you know i i'm extremely drawn to those mm-hmm. those songs you know and, yeah. and i'm i'm drawn to to musicians that strive to do that and to oh, tell yeah. a story on you know it's it's not even just like necessarily you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, serious or anything. It just as long as it tells a story, you know, and, and it's good, you know, yeah. it's a good like way of, of doing it in a creative way. Um, it's I, a good I, form of like expression. Exactly. Absolutely. And, you know, like with with our music, I try to uh, do the same uh, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, from a listener's perspective, I can really like sense and feel the emotions and the, like the meaning for you whenever even listening to it seeing you on stage yeah. it's I can see where My Chemical Romance played <laughs> a role in your performance just because watching you on stage is something I'll never damn like forget even you in the pit I just won't forget <laughs> just because it's you you own it you know and you just go out there and you just do the damn thing and you know I have a lot Thank of respect you. for that for someone just jamming the hell out and it's something I won't forget and that's like I just want you to know that the meaning and how much it means to you is definitely getting across to people. Well, so. that means the world. That's that's everything that I'm I'm trying to. That's everything that I've been hoping for. You know, with with writing this record and you know the subject matter that that it, it's about and you know I try to make it very clear. You know, we're we're finishing up a, a full length right now. Um, Roma is yes. Um, we. We have we had this soft release for for a five song EP that we that we've been selling at shows and like we haven't released it online or anything like that because we're adding to it. Yeah. Um. So there's five more tracks that are coming. That is um like chapter two of mm-hmm. the story. Ooh. Um. Yeah. So it'll be um the first five is chapter one and then the second five will be chapter two and um the first five is is you know all about the trials and and everything i went through with um getting diagnosed with uh, stage four lymphatic leukemia and um 
you know, the, it's not, it's not about, you know, the illness itself. It's all about the emotions that I experienced throughout it and, yeah. and the things that I went through that like, and a lot of things that I couldn't say when I was going through it. And, yeah. you know, like it would just, it would crush any, anyone in, in my support system mm-hmm. to hear any of the things that were, that were going through my head, you know, yeah. they, they were just horrible and, and negative and dark and scary. And, you know, uh, my goal uh, behind it was never to talk about the cancer. It was to talk about those those feelings yeah. and, and those things are experienced by people everywhere. It's, it's yeah. it, you know it's it's the relatability that mm-hmm. that that I was looking for and um, that I was trying to connect with people. And yeah. you know I try to make that very clear. Um, the word cancer is used twice in the entire record because mm-hmm. it's just not. It, that's not what it's about. Yeah. You know, it's about it's about the the things that I experienced throughout it um, and the things that that I experienced that people go through every day. Yeah. You know? and that people can relate to. Because right. I, I think what's really important is that a lot of people don't know that people like are can relate. To yeah, them. absolutely. And it's like with music and someone who like wants it to be special and have a lot of meaning it means a lot to people to be like, wow, like this person knows what I'm going through, even if it's not exactly what I'm going through. But it's like the same feeling. Someone's going through something just as hard. Absolutely. You know, and I get that 100% because with Korn's first record, Korn, that whole record, the emotion in Jonathan's voice, even Mm -hmm. though I personally haven't been through anything as like traumatic and as rough as that, just knowing that someone is letting that emotion out and it's like it's okay, it's okay to, to feel, feel like this, this. it's it's not bad it's Absolutely. not wrong it's 100 percent normal and Absolutely. you have the right to feel that way yeah. and i think that's really great that you're showing that side because a lot of people want to show everything's great everything's fine and it's not you yeah. know everything like everyone's allowed to have it's okay like, to not be okay yeah ev- yeah that's exactly right yeah. and wow i'm really glad that like you're doing that you know because i feel like a lot of people feel that way and for you to be the voice for people who can't, that don't want to speak about it, right. I think that's very, like, big of you. And Thank I you. think that's, like, you're, like, the best person for it. Thank you. That, you're that strong enough a lot. for it, for sure. Um, the, uh, the second half is really focused on the recovery mm. aspect of, of mm-hmm. everything. You know, going through cancer treatment for three years um, and having your entire life, you know, just like that was it, you know, I I got to a point where like with my cancer, if you get rid of it, it never goes like it it never comes back. And like Mm -hmm. you've you've beaten it and that's it. But there's 3% or something like that. It's like really, really small percent of the population that it will come back with this particular cancer. And if it does, it's twice as aggressive Mm -hmm. and twice as hard to get rid of. And mine came back three times. So, on that third time, I went through, I think, five months of, it was like four and a half months of this chemo regimen that literally just did nothing. Um, it just brought my immune system down to where my cancer could spread even more. Mm. And, um, you know, I was on my deathbed. That was it. You know, they, they it was supposed to be six months on that regimen, and they just stopped it because there was 
it wasn't doing anything and there was nothing else that they could do. Um, and I had about a month to sit on that. And then my doctor uh, ended up putting me on a human trial out of nowhere. Like it was just like, it was over, you know, and then out of nowhere I get a call from him at like 1030 at night. And he's like, you know, I just got done putting like paperwork through and like, you're going to start this trial on Monday. And I was okay. You know, and it ended up saving my life. Um, huh? It brought my cancer wow. down enough to where I could get a stem cell transplant. And um, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a lot of things happened in the process of that being in a human trial and everything like that. They don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Um, and it, it's you either do this or you die. So it's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to I'm going to, you know, figure like, out the consequences. Yeah, you know. exactly. And um, so. Yeah, it, it like made my heart like freaking freak out and the fluid that like gets produced in your heart, um, like to keep it lubricated and everything like that, it, it overproduced to mm-hmm. where it was um, like constricting my heart from beating properly. And then it burst at the seam and started like pouring into my lungs. And I was drowning internally for about two months. And um, I when I went into the hospital, I had like the oxygen levels of a dead person. Like I should not have been walking, let alone driving myself to the hospital. And like, I don't know how I made it, but literally because I went to the hospital that day, that's when they found out that my cancer had gone down enough to get that transplant. Oh wow! I hadn't gone in that day. If I went in any sooner, they would have canceled the trial and I probably wouldn't have been able to get that transplant. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just weird how everything added up, yeah. you know? And, uh, but that's great though. Going through something that's like so traumatic mm-hmm. and like, you know, I've, I, I've, it's, it's just really difficult to go from that to, okay, now you're better and yeah, go ahead and just live your normal life and like go and, yeah, it's hard because that's yeah. like, that's a lot of adapting and a lot of things that you have to like. Absolutely. Dude. It's it's uh like coming out of it, you're like, okay, like I I like prepared my brain to like for everything to be over, mm-hmm. like for it to be done. And like, you know, I just did everything I could to not do that, like to not die. And like but I didn't think that I was gonna make it. Yeah. You know, like you have to prepare yourself for that. So like when I did, it was like, oh, now what yeah like what am i gonna do now and for a long time um i experienced a lot of guilt like a ton of guilt that that i made it through when so many other people that have been in my position could have done way way bigger and better things that with the time that i was given that that i ever could you know um one of my heroes passed away from basically the same cancer. Mm. Um, It started out as skin cancer, but it it went into his lymph nodes. And that's, I mean, that's what happens. Yeah. And, um, you know, when he died, he died about six months after I was cleared. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was very, very, very hard for me. Yeah. Um, And, trying to like just adjust into normal like normal life again and everything like that was very very overwhelming to me and i felt very hopeless 
for a long time and, and I was very resentful. Mm-hmm. And um, then Kyle found me. Kyle Zaro found me and asked me if I was doing anything musically. And I was like, no. And he sent me the Infirmid tracks, like the original versions, and started writing. Just write. Nice. I just started writing it all out. But like in that in that time, you know, a lot of a lot of people that were there for me when I was going through treatment were like, okay, you beat it. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. You know. And like I felt very alone. And yeah. I felt like almost like I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't be going through anything anymore. You know, yeah, it's like one of those things. Because I think like, oh, this is like the biggest thing yeah. in your life you would go through. But it's like it's like what you said earlier. It's not the cancer. It's the it's the it's, it's the emotions. everything else. And you know, like, and it's it's a big adjustment. Really, they really came back to haunt me. Like, yeah, in full force. You know, after everything, and like when I actually had time to process it. You know, and. um because when you're going through that, you just you don't have time to process yeah. it. You just keep going. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I did, it was just so overwhelming and so like, just like, shell shocking that that I don't, uh, I didn't know what to do with it. And so like, I wanted the the second half of the record to really focus on that. Yeah. And focus on on explaining to people that just because the fight initial the initial fight is over. That's almost like the beginning for the real one. Oh yeah. You know, it's like that's that's really when you need to be there for people the most. Yeah. Is is after it happens. And and um hundred percent. So yeah, that's uh that's what the first record's gonna be about. And um I'm really excited to get it out. Yeah, I can't know? I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm gonna be forward to it. It's gonna be really good. So how are you doing now? If they like I'm great. Um that is, that is great. Yeah, so we're going on September 28th will be 4 years that nice. I have been cancer free. And um yeah, basically 3 out of those 4 years I've been writing this record and you know, getting That's everything great. ready for for Inferma and So this record's like it's like your baby. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Me I mean it's it's all of our babies, you know. It's 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 Every everyone in this band has worked very hard on this record yeah. for sure. How and, is uh, the recording process for? Did you guys use Blackplate? Yeah, yeah, we, we we track at Blackplate um, Productions, and um, you know John and Garrett are the best. I, I love them to death, and they've uh, they've had our backs since day one. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when they first <laughs> when we first recorded there, I remember when I tracked vocals the first night. You know, we did the awful truth. And that song for me is like the one that like means the most because of just like the emotions that, that I experienced from, it talks about the emotions that I felt from other people, Mm -hmm. you know, from, from having other people look at me a certain way when I was dying and like, basically like they were looking at me like I was already dead yeah, and like, it's, it was really hard for me to record that song. I knew it would be, and so I wanted to get it out of the way first. Yeah. And uh, I remember we tracked it, <clears throat> and John listened to it, and like he was like facing the computer, and we were all behind him, and I was just kind of like anxiously waiting to hear what he had to say about it. And when he turned around, he was crying, and at that moment, it was just like, okay, you're doing the right thing. Like mm-hmm. this is what you need to be doing. Yeah. And um. You know, they've they've pushed us ever since and like, you know, they've they've always seen like the vision that that I've tried to bring to the to the vocals and you know, they're they're incredible 
engineers with with incredible ears yeah um and they they do a really good job with us we have a really good chemistry over there yeah i can i remember i went over there a few times when seeking solace was mm-hmm. recording and because i've i've known john since i was like five yeah you know like yeah. i remember when I first like got sent something from Black Plate and it said John Barrier. I was like, I know who that is. <laughs> and everyone knows him. I was like, this is such a small world. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah, it's so weird. And just being with them, even at like the New Year's Eve party that we went to, yeah. it wasn't even like work, but yeah. it was, they care. It's a family. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a family. Sure. And it's like, you know, like with them, they're, they're going to strive for their best and also for your best. Yes. And like everything... It's like a hundred percent. Absolutely. Like, and, and if it's not, yeah. it's not good enough. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, I think that's one reason why we all work really well together is because mm-hmm. we're a band of perfectionists. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, we go in there and like, we already have our pre-pro set and like grit it out. And, you know, we, we try to, we try to make it as, as efficient as we can. Yeah. These last five songs were a bit rushed as far as the pre-pro aspect goes and like, um, just because I had, I had a dental procedure, uh, back in May mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, having your basic, I basically had my entire mouth replaced and like all my teeth and like the inside of my mouth and going through that, your, your voices or your, your enunciation and the way that you speak is going to be a little different no matter yeah. what. And so we wanted the the record to be seamless. Mm-hmm. So I had to track my vocals before anything else because my procedure was coming up so i had to track vocals first for these last five and like (laughs) they were just done very like over over like doing it over pre-pro is really weird yeah like having having like you know black plate tracked instruments behind you when you're tracking is like Mm -hmm. huge and like you have this like you have everything right there in your face and like you need it you know you need that for the emotion and like it's hard to to bring that emotion to light with with production that's literally just to kind of get a map of yeah. what the song's going to be. And so that was a, that was a very interesting challenge for me, but uh we got it done and it sounds <laughs> sounds great. I mean, I I never imagined uh you know, if I if I listened to this record, you know, 3 years ago, I wouldn't have believed it was me. Mm, yeah. Um I'm very 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 proud of it and I'm very proud of uh you know, everybody in this band, you know, we, we all really stepped it up for these last five. Yeah. I'm excited to hear it. Do you know uh, like when it will be released? So we're doing, we had to do everything a little bit backwards, like I said, so the vocals got done first and then we did guitars and bass and now we're doing drums this upcoming weekend. So like we're almost done. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're going to track these last ones and then, yeah, we'll get mixing. Hopefully, it'll be done by the end of the year. That's nice. that's the goal. Yeah, we'll be on the lookout. For yeah, that. yeah, for sure. Um, it's a it's a really great record, and um, I I hope everybody enjoys it as much as I do. And you know, like the thing that I've I've always tried to say at our shows that I've never really gotten right. Uh, I've never really found the right words at the time to say it, but you know, these songs. And especially our live set currently, you know, it's just the first five of the record. And those songs especially are, you know, they're not just a demonstration of, 
like not only are they a demonstration of the emotion that I experienced throughout everything, but it's it's also a celebration of me being here still, you know, and it's it's a yeah. constant reminder that I'm here, that I'm able to connect and 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 show people what what it could be like to connect and yeah. you know to to have that vulnerability there because I've had I've had some really incredible connections with people at shows like yeah. just from simply doing that and um I think that's you know, what it's all about you it's, know it's an, it's, it's an incredible it's thing yeah and um to have to have so much support you know behind something that that means that much to you it's just it's overwhelming you know, yeah for sure it's like it's like a breath of fresh air to yeah. have like, <laughs> that and like if anyone deserves it, it's you. You deserve to have that support that you have Thank now. You. Like I'm proud of you. Thank like you. everything that you're doing, you know. It's like you're so strong because of it. And it's like it's it seems like it's nothing that's holding you back. It's like something that you'll talk about and it's something that it doesn't define me, but it's made me who I am. Absolutely. And it's made you like a better person. Absolutely. Because of it. Hundred percent. I would never take it back. Um I would never change it if I could, you know, it, it it definitely made me a a better person, a hundred percent. You know, as hard as everything was and everything that I went through, it allows me to be able to. I don't know. I I became a lot more empathetic. Yeah. After everything, it's very strange. Um, you know, it was really after like the first regiment I went through, but I started like, you know, when when people would start talking to me about something going on and like I could feel it. You know, I could feel the emotion that they were feeling, and it was this really weird thing because I had never, like, truly experienced it to that degree, Yeah. you know, and um, I'm very grateful for that because yeah. now it allows me to be able to connect and communicate with people, you know, a hell of a lot more and, oh, yeah. and to be for able sure. to, to have a lot more understanding, you know, from, from their point of view. Yeah, and I think that's great. I think a lot more people... I wish a lot more people like had that 100%. because yeah. I feel like if people could see where others were coming from and like listen, yeah. you know, it would like, I think it would be a lot less a lot cloudy, you yeah, know, for sure. That's, that's so sick. Yeah. Well, we're going to continue on. Yeah. That was so, uh, I love like every question I was going to ask. You answered all of that in one. So thank you so much. I love that. Absolutely. Because I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I could ask this, and I was like, oh wait, he already answered. It. Sweet. <laughs> okay, it's like you know what I'm gonna do. This is great. So you used to work at a brewery. At the brewery. At yeah. the brewery. Yeah. Ooh, was, tell me a little bit uh, about that. The brewery was a venue in Raleigh off of Hills Brewery, like right up the road, um, where that CVS is. It used to be there. Oh, wow. It was, yeah. it was right there? Mm -hmm. Like right across the street from College Beverage. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, so I worked there. I mean, I was playing shows there before I mm -hmm. started working there, but um, I, I worked there as a sound guy for... Um, 2009 to the end uh, was August of 2011, mm -hmm. and um, that was really where I learned, uh, you know, my craft. Uh, you know, I, I'm in a production company now, nice. uh, like to this day, and I'm helping uh, manage it a little bit. And you know, we're we're doing really great things. Uh, it's a it's a great company, and you know, I I'm certified to build stages now for festivals, Ooh, like you know, SL 100s, and you know, it's not like anything huge that's the 100 it's like one of their smaller models but you know but it's, it's still like, a, it's, 
it's so cool. pretty it's cool. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, to, to go from running sound at venues, which is an extremely mundane job, you know, it's just the same shit over and over and over. And, you know, you're just literally, it gets to a point where you EQ out the room so well mm-hmm. that you don't ever have to touch it again. And, you know, it's just like tiny tweaks here and there. So essentially all you're doing is just moving faders around mm-hmm. and like, I, that's horrendous. It's, yeah. it's just awful to just do that over and over, especially as a musician, when you're watching all of these bands perform and you're like, I, I want to be doing that, yeah. you know, and you're just, it's, it's very, it's very just like discouraging. You yeah. Know? Um, anyway, now, you know, working in a company where it's mostly outdoor events, mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of conventions and, you know, like Galaxy Con is this week. We're, we're, oh, nice. Providing, oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. We're providing all the audio, oh, um, for that. And I, I think we're doing, uh, we, we're bringing in other like lighting companies and stuff for everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we're like heading up the production, um, there. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, this will be our third year doing that. Oh, and, nice. um, we have like, some stuff lined up for next year um as far as conventions go and you know it should be pretty exciting That's yeah so cool yeah we're we're getting we're getting up there and you know like having the amount of success and you know we're very obviously uh trying to put this in a nice way better um mm. than a lot of uh companies out there we care about our gear and we ethic. you know we have yeah. a great worth work ethic and and we you know, we take our jobs seriously and it's not, we're not just running out the clock. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's the best you love what you do. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, um, you know, people take notice of that and it's, it's oh, really yeah, cool. Sure. Um, we have like, you know, we, we provide all audio for the town of Kerry and like, oh, wow. you know, yeah, it's, nice. it, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing really good. Money yeah, move. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm not getting it, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing really good. I'm, I'm, really happy that this is my second year there and um, this is the first job I've had back since I got sick Mm -hmm. and um, you know I did not want to go back to venues I was not like I was prepared to just not run sound anymore and just be out of audio and um, this job is totally just like turned that around where like everything like every location is different you know yeah it's like audio but like steroids yeah yeah like you have to like calculate everything like you know the down angle of like the main speakers and like you know just where like all the way down to like where power is gonna sit you know like you you build the pa entirely like every day and then at the end you tear it down and pack it up and like and it's so satisfying yeah it's just be like absolutely like you literally can look at at a fucking at, at a concert like playing and like be like i did that like i i made this happen and it's a very gratifying thing for sure for sure that's so awesome well thank you so much jeffrey for coming in this was so much fun thank you for having me of course i'm so excited that you were able to come in yes and i'm looking forward to infirma's new music yes yes definitely must believe it will be on but um, yes absolutely you guys will get the exclusive yes uh forward to it make sure to uh come out and check us out at the maywood with take heart and uh subjugator uh august 9th at the maywood that'll be a good show yeah so what are y'all social medias uh i know that our instagram is at infirma band no spaces and our facebook is i think it's inferno band let me see 
Let's find out. I think that, uh, I think I should probably know this by now. Probably, it, it's your band, Jeffrey. <laughs> you should know this. <laughs> Uh, it is... I think it is Inferno Band, though. Yeah. I believe you're right, for sure. I feel like if you just look up Inferno, it'll be like, be bam, like, we'll find it. Yeah, no, for sure. If you type in it, I mean, we're the only band with the weird-ass name like that. Yeah, it's just Inferno Band. Where did that name come from before um, we leave? I've always been so curious. Yeah, no, uh, it's, uh, so, like, initially we were going to go with Infirmary, mm. um, and then... Uh, Ethan, uh, I think, was the one to say Inferma, and I like that a lot more because Inferma actually means like weak, uh, weak and frail or like sick. Um, oh wow! So like it, it fit the um, the energy that we were pushing. Nice. So yeah, it just fit a lot better than everything else. It's like everything just like came together. Yeah, and, like worked really well. Well, I'm glad it just it just worked beautifully yeah. for you. I'm thank really you, glad. Thank you. I can't wait to hear it. I Me can't too. wait to play it. Yeah. And we'll for sure have to get the whole band on once it's Absolutely. released and interviewed. I'm sure the guys will love that. Put yeah. y'all back in the hot seat. You, are, you already know what's up, Jeffrey. You'll That'll be like, be great. you'll be like, yo, I got it. Get me in that chair, bro. Yes, get me in that <laughs> chair. Well, thank you so much again for being Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. You are listening to Chainsaw Rock only on WKNC 88.1.